Welcome to the With Beth podcast. I'm Beth Levis, creator of edible collagen brand by Beth. Like so many of us, I've always been intrigued by stories of empowerment. Whether that story is about career, business, a health challenge, or a more personal journey. I deeply admire those who can overcome obstacles and come out on top. So please join me as I speak to some incredible Australians who have inspiring experiences to share. Welcome to the With Beth podcast. I'm Kelly Hush, fashion editor and creative director, and I'm turning the tables today by interviewing this podcast host, Beth Levis, a qualified lawyer and model. Her family owns Australian fashion brands Dion Lee, Q and Veronica Main. Beth didn't set out to become a wellness entrepreneur, but after witnessing firsthand the incredible benefits of edible collagen, she immediately saw a gap in the market for a brand that harnessed local ingredients and sustainable practices. The result is by Beth, a luxurious edible collagen collection setting new benchmarks in the beauty industry. That's quite an intro. I love it. (laughs) Welcome, Beth. Let's start at the beginning. Like, How did this happen? I'm always curious, as a journalist for 20 years, how things start. Honestly, it's really a part of my own personal journey. All the inspiration has come from my own journey to skin health. I suffered from chronic rashes as a child and then continuous dry, itchy, inflamed skin in my teens and my 20s, which really was only exacerbated when I was pregnant. I remember having dry, flaky skin with each pregnancy. So my skin was severely dehydrated, my nails and my hair extremely weak. And it wasn't until I started seeing a naturopath that I start understanding the correlation between what happens on the inside truly is reflected by what is happening on the outside. After my pregnancies, I had all this rash around my, um, right. well, it sounds bad, my armpits. Yes. And I ended up going to a specialist because I was really concerned, but it was just, it was from pregnancy, breastfeeding, yes. everything, everything yes. just went awry. Pear-shaped, yeah. yes, exactly. And you, you know, your natural instinct is to try everything under the sun in terms of different creams, different lotions different makeup even, but even with, you know, really strong makeup, you could just see, you know, my skin was just flaking and it was, it was embarrassing, you know? So, you know, once I started seeing the the naturopath, she really taught me that health really begins from within. And then I'd heard a lot about edible collagen, but I'd never been brave enough to actually try it myself. But I thought at this point, I really had nothing to lose. So that's when I started taking it and I started seeing results fairly quickly Within a few months, my skin was so much more hydrated and moisturized. My hair was much stronger. My nails weren't breaking anymore, which was fantastic. And, you know, my hair was a lot more voluminous as well and and really strong. And the only issue was that I really couldn't find a collagen brand that I liked personally or that represented my own personal values. You know, either I didn't like the flavor or I didn't like the fact that it wasn't utilizing Australian ingredients. It wasn't sustainable. A lot of the competitors all had a lot of plastic packaging. This didn't sit well with myself in terms of sustainability. So this is really where the inspiration came from because I experienced collagen. I realized how much it worked, but I couldn't find a brand that I really loved. Well, you've jumped straight in and told me exactly what results you saw. <laughs> you know, I'm a convert. So, I mean, it's a really competitive industry. And you know that from working in the fashion industry, these industries are full on. You can't just step in there without having a really good brand because it's Correct. the big guys, the small guys. Yes. So yes. how did you do it? Honestly, great question. But it's one of those things that if you really think about it before you start it, you'll never start it. So if I knew everything I didn't know before starting, I probably would have been scared off and not started. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really how the best brands and products are born. You know, people don't overthink it and they just think, 
what is missing in my life. And that's really what happened is I didn't overthink it. And starting by Beth felt completely natural and like an organic progression. It was almost simply designing a product to fulfill what was missing and and what I needed in a collagen. And, you know, I've always been interested in holistic health and I've approached both beauty and health from the inside out. And I believe prevention is much better than a cure. And I think we're better off embracing the skin we're in rather than trying to cover it up or fix it with makeup. Edible collagen fits perfectly into this philosophy and it's therefore more of a passion of mine to create premium edible collagen brand that uses the best ingredients available and supports local. So I really just designed a product for me and uh, thankfully there's a lot of people that appreciate it as well. Yeah, well, I think I've told you I got my husband onto it yes. and then when he went on his big trip to Indonesia surfing, he yes. packed it in his suitcase. <laughs> it's like, you know, I think it is that I think too, you know, it's one thing when you've got skin issues, but I think it's also when you're ageing, yes. you're looking for anything. Thing yes. Other than, you know, we could all just go to a cosmetic doctor and fill our faces with things, but we don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do that too. Yes. But I think it is. You each know, to their own. Each to their own. Yes. Exactly. But, you know, it's finding that what makes it different, right? And yes. is it because it's produced here? Is that what you, re- I mean, you talked about it being locally produced. Was that really important to you? Really, really important to me. You know, it was the beginning of COVID when I started this. But to be honest, before COVID, even with all of our brands, it's always been incredibly important for us to be locally manufactured and support the local community as much as we can. You know, with our brands, we're currently Australia's largest manufacturer of clothing. So this has always been something that's been really important to myself and our family. But particularly with COVID, I think it was really drummed home to everybody in the community just how important it is to support local. So this was an absolute key priority for me. It had to be Australian made in order to support local, but also because it guarantees me the ability of full traceability of the supply chain. If it's made here from Australian ingredients, I'm able to see and choose exactly where the product is coming from, where the ingredients are coming from, what type of farms they're coming from. And in fact, I've had a really beautiful experience going to our Davidson Plum Farm and meeting the most beautiful family there who have passed it along through generations and they have a lot of Indigenous crop on the farm. Uh, and, and he, you know, handpicks everything from the ground. And then, uh, you know, they made me Davidson plum jam and on, on uh, some crumpets and things like that. It was, it was a really beautiful day. I took cocoa. It was, it was special. But to be Australian, yeah, it's not just nationalistic. It's my ability to guarantee the quality because if I know that these animals are grass-fed, pasture-raised and under what conditions, you know, as Australia is considered one of the world's most highest standards of agricultural standards, I've got full traceability. I'm able to guarantee the quality, which is really, really important to me. Mm. And as you say, using Australian botanicals as well was really important for your point of difference, yeah? Correct, yeah. And that goes back to my notion that why do something artificially if you can just do it naturally? And this is where we really sat down with the R&D team and focused on what is really important for skin, hair and gut and nail health and how can we support the collagen that is in the product. And that's how we really selected the native botanicals for their scientific properties so that they basically enhance the collagen. You know, we're using Kwandong, which is which has a hundred times the amount of vitamin C as an orange. Vitamin C is imperative to skin health. And same with Davidson Plum and Waddle Seed, for instance. So they're all very much selected for their flavor as well, but uh, mostly for their scientific properties to support the collagen. Flavor is important, isn't it? Because when you say selling yes. bovine collagen, it's like I think some people are like, oh, what does it taste like? But that's what the, the botanicals enhance that, as you say. They, they've got enhancement in, in terms of the antioxidants, but as well as Correct, the taste. yeah. Not just vitamin C. That, that's a really important point there is that they're so high in antioxidants that they're considered our own Australian superfoods. 
unfortunately really not marketed internationally yet. I can see the Australian government is is starting to put a lot of funding behind that to try and support the local industry, but we really wanted to support it from the beginning because, like I said, why get something imported when we can uh, purely get something from our own backyard and support the local community at the same time? And often a lot of these farms are Indigenous, which uh, I find really personally satisfying to support both Australian and the Indigenous community if I can. Being an entrepreneur, it's not easy. (laughs) Let's drill it down. Three things that you really need to be a successful entrepreneur. Yes. um, Well, I'm still learning. (laughs) Number one, be prepared to learn. But uh, it'll be four things, sorry. Learn, (laughs) continue to learn. Diligence, perseverance and creativity. I'd I'd say, you know, we often hear about overnight success stories, but there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. I think you need a persistent effort, you know, that's crucial in building by Beth definitely over the last few years, especially through COVID, you know, from the initial idea and the R&D process through to being stopped nationally by David Jones. I also think there's a lot said for being creative. You know, successful entrepreneurs must continually think outside the box and overcome challenges by applying a high level of lateral thinking. And, you know, it's always those incredible ideas that you just, you know, we stand back and we think, how on earth did you come up with that? But that was genius. So I think creativity is key. Yeah, I think today too, you know, marketing is such a massive part Mm -hmm. of launching a business. It doesn't really matter what you're selling. I just think it's just shifted. You can't just put something in a supermarket and hope the customer will come. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, we were really having the same discussion with my teenage daughters last night who were asking us about, you know, why we chose the name Veronica Main and why did we invest in Dion Lee and why have we done this? And they were all really, really valid questions, but it all, all really came down to, you know, marketing is a key issue there and being creative with your marketing. That's right. And showing the customer your point of differentiation and doing it creatively. So what have you enjoyed most? Is it the conversations with the children about being an entrepreneur <laughs> or what have you enjoyed most about, about launching? This I've company? honestly enjoyed the whole journey, but on the, on the kid front, um, yeah, it does, it does give me a lot of satisfaction knowing that my girls especially, but also Hugo, my son, that they can look at me and look at mum and just, you know, that I've managed to accomplish something. You know, I'm very proud of that. But otherwise, I've honestly enjoyed the entire journey. You know, it's been fulfilling starting something from scratch and creating something that represents myself and the things that I really care about the most, you know, Australia, sustainability, supporting local. You know, I've loved hearing all of, the, all of the success stories from our customers who have had their skin completely transformed by Beth. That's really satisfying. It is, isn't it? So can you share some of those? Because I, I think that, you know, I, as you know, I've worked in the media and when people respond to things that you've, you know, a, a story or a cover or an interview that you've done, it it's really uplifting and it, it actually makes you feel great about what, you, what you're doing and creating. Yes. So yeah. just it's like the pat one, on the back. Yeah. yeah. You're like, okay. All <laughs> I told that, you so. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> all that hard work, actually, it's working. It's paying off. And it was right. Yeah. You know, you know, I've got a real, a, a very wide range of compliments coming through and, you know, right from teenage girls who you'd think initially they don't need to be taking this, but, um, you know, they're giving me a lot of comments about how it's clearing up their acne right up to women in their 50s and 60s saying how their skin has never felt so hydrated and moisturized and that their fine lines are starting to slowly disappear. And nails, nails is a big one. You know, I'm getting a lot of people comment 
in all age groups on just how much, you know, their nows are as strong as they were in their 20s. And that's really satisfying because life, you know, we all age, obviously, but, you know, what? No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) I wish, you know. We just age together and then we don't age. That's it. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, we all wish there was a magic pill, but there's not. And this is really just helping slow down that aging process by putting collagen back into the body. Yeah. And in this podcast series, you are going to interview prominent Australians about stories of empowerment. Why was this a theme in particular that you wanted to explore? Yeah, I love that because, you know, I'm a big believer that everyone we encounter in our daily lives is fighting a private battle that we know nothing about, you know, regardless of race, religion, gender, or walk of life. We're united by our struggles and our triumphs. And we really experienced that in the last couple of years with COVID. Uh, and all the natural disasters that we've been going through. There's so much joy and inspiration, I find, to be found in the stories of empowerment. You know, it opens our eyes to lived experiences outside of our own, at once expanding our worldview and, and, and causing us to appreciate what we have and what really matters most. You know, I hope this podcast acts basically as a platform for different voices and experiences, creating a community bonded by our own empowerment. Mm. I love nuggets of wisdom. I, I must admit when I, you know, I'd listen to podcasts when I'm in the car and it's those little nuggets of wisdom that you take away from. And I think that's why I like playing a diverse range. Yes. I like listening to sport ones as well as, you know, convers- interviews with high profile people. And I think it is those little nuggets that's that you right. take away from them. And like you said, the diversity in that too, you know, everyone has a story of empowerment and Hearing those lived experiences just help empower us in ourselves, in our own situation uh, and help enlighten things and help us realise we're not on our own as well. I think that's a a huge brick wall to people, you know, chasing whatever dreams that they may have or overcoming whatever circumstances that they may be in. You know, if they can experience or hear from someone that's gone through it and overcome it, I think that, you know, is really empowering. And also being a mother of four, you know, which I always fall over when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Actually, I'd love, to, I'd love to keep going, but I don't think my husband wants to. <laughs> so maybe I need to get someone on the podcast that has, you know, more than four and that might empower him. I guess as any mother would say, you know, if we can empower the next generation, uh, that's, you know, really heartwarming and uh, uplifting and soul searching and a huge pat on the back, I think. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm really looking forward to the series. And I'm, as I said, I'm already converted. I use my collagen every day. Can't you tell? Yes. I must say, I do agree with the the nail. I was only looking at my nails the other day, actually thinking they are looking incredible. So I think that's probably the first thing people notice is the nails because that happens quite quickly. Whereas the skin, you need to wait a few weeks because you've really got to build up the collagen stores. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to the series and feel very privileged that I get to kick it off with you. Fantastic. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for listening to the With Beth podcast. For show notes and more information about today's podcast and by Beth, head to www.bybeth.com.